This is Death Before Dishonor. I'm Genesee. My character is Xanatari. She's a good aligned Kalishtar war priest. I'm Daniel. This symbol is renowned for being associated with the Rod of Orcus, the artifact that I'm after. I'm Eric. My, my name is, is Cesar. I was a, a slave worker for the uh, undead armies of Thay for 75 years. And I'm Tinzian. Shall we start this over again? One of the beauties of D&D. Can't end the story. Goes anywhere you want it. Welcome to the show. I'm Genesee. I'm Eric. I'm Daniel. I'm Dave. I'm wishing it had a good geothermal system. <laughs> this is Death Before Dishonor. Today is Friday, January 25th, and this is episode 93 in a weekly series following a group of friends playing Dungeons and Dragons, hosted by the Grey Area Podcast. Now, for the chat room who's been here, they're going to have to ignore this part, but last week we had some interesting uh, scenarios happening with Cesar and, uh, and his dreams. So, Dungeon Master, if you could catch us up, you are a go. As Inatari mentioned, uh, thank you to those who are new in the chat room and those who listen every week. We appreciate it. And to the listeners all around the interwebs. And the last episode, Cesar encountered, well, himself in a more powerful <laughs> form. Ew. But what he would have had to have given up may not have been worth the price of admission party is definitely worried about him. He is either losing his mind or his mind is giving up on him. Or it's just the Underdark and that's the way things roll. Thorn has uh, been able to get some rest, but there's still the unanswered question, Thorn, of do you want power that was maybe asked of you um, before the whole event with Cesar happened? Thinking about it, no, I don't want power. My god wants power. Okay. There is no reply from the darkness, but you are feeling that your actions in setting up your uh, guard post for the first watch was very clever and um, shows a degree of growth within you. Um, to have uh, adapted so readily to a new environment. And looking over your accomplishments, you are finding within yourself, uh, without turning to any external aid, that you are um, actually more powerful than you, you thought you were. So uh, for the next episode, please go ahead and give yourself a level up. All right. But you can, you can feel a, a pat on your own back, um, on <laughs> actions recently. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, Cesar, just as an off note, you may do the same thing. <laughs> and uh, that's Paragon, man. Paragon. Sabre. <laughs> <laughs> mm. What about you? Do you want power? Did she kind of recognize the way in which the question was phrased? I think she more just recognized that there was a question. It didn't. It didn't come with the voice. It didn't come with anything. It was just sort of suddenly the question was there. She refuses to answer it. Okay. Um, you get the feeling within yourself that, um, and you don't know if this is 
another set of, of words put there or your own individual growth, but you already have power. You've just chosen to ignore it until now. Um, you too may level up. And Xanatari. Yes. You've had no question, but you also, by the way, have in the last episode, you did encounter the Bastion of Mental Clarity going off a couple of times. Um, well, not watched? really, or it would have defended us all from that most useless power ever. But well, you know, there's there's limits, but there there are there are things that that are going on, and your bastion did go off three times. You had a stunning display of creative thinking and application of your power. Uh, you too may further extol the virtues of your deity uh, with a level for the next episode. Yay! The party has been able to rest, and there have been no further shenanigans that anyone is directly aware of. But this place is starting to hang heavy upon you that um, before long this sense of quiet may not last. And moving forwards may be a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's something that Xanatar had a concern about. You know, we did go to sleep because we needed it, but uh, hanging out here when we've already been located and clearly identified is probably not the best idea and the safest plan. Mm-hmm. I said we all uh, went through the watches so Thorne had a chance to sleep, yes? Oh, yes. Everybody's had a chance to sleep. You've all got your powers back. Um, and as you start to move around, uh, Fluffy makes the opportunity to drop two things, apparently, in front of the doorway. Um, that it has been resting outside of. Uh, one is a very desiccated drow corpse. You recognize it as the one that was um, in its grasp uh, two episodes ago. And, and I think uh, it is more desiccated than a Capri Sun box in the hands of a kindergartner. <laughs> the second is another sort of very withered, dried shell of a spider corpse that has long since passed. But there is what appears to be a maybe an amulet or a collar that has a series of blue and red gems wrapped around its neck. Um. And this spider, this spider is about the size of maybe two Great Danes put together. Not nearly as big as Fluffy. But still, Stacked on top of each other? Um, kind of maybe about the height of a Great Dane, and then... The width of a spider, just, that tall. You know, it's a, it's, a big, it's a big blob of a spider, but it's nowhere near as big as Fluffy. Um, I would go over to the collar and 
I guess, look at the, the or go over to the courts, look at the spider. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously I noticed the, the collar. Um, remove it. Okay. Um, while you're doing this, you have, a, you have a brief moment of insight that I'm not going to make you roll on. But you look at the cave entrance that you squeezed out of, and you look at the spider corpse, and before you um, remove the collar, you kind of have to wonder, is it so easy to hide from these drow and their spiders? Because all you have to do is dart into a small little area. You realize a spider would actually fit into these other spaces that you have seen. Removing the collar, however, um, suddenly you're kind of inundated with large dead spider corpse uh, kind of growing all around you. Like the collar kept it small. Sanitari could be onto something. Suddenly you are dealing with a dead, desiccated spider corpse that suddenly grows extremely large and then turns to dust because it's just that damn old. (coughs) (coughs) Ah, the hell. (laughs) Um, I would kick the entirely large pile of desiccated spider dust, Mm -hmm. um, nudging it around with my foot to see whether there was anything else of value maybe contained within said spider. Um, no. Okay. Um, interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. Um, I need an arcane check. Okay. And I can't do that because I am terrible at arcane. I are not smart with magics. If only there was someone here who was Mm -hmm. good at magic and liked you. Which means there, nobody. There's, oh. there's the rub, isn't, isn't it? There's no one here that really likes you that much. Uh. Um, basically, uh, should Thorn return inside, he looks white as a sheet, literally. It's a white wolf. I'm sorry. Did. Terrible. I Did you be- leave burnt out after the festivities last night? Oh, uh, yeah. Definitely. So there's enough light we see. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, that would be bad. Sabre so um, shoots him. Sabre so will sigh and just look at him. Do I? Do you have the collar out in front of you? Oh, by the, um, by the way, uh, in in the light, um, Thorn, as he's coming into the light, appears to have a bit of bioluminescent glow to him as well. <laughs> Shiny. Am okay. I also nine foot tall and blue? No. Sabre, you were about to ask something. I, I was going to say, do you have that collar out, or did you kind of stash it? I haven't stashed it because I'm looking for someone that can that is both friendly and good with magic. Um, do do I recognize the collar? Uh, probably something within lines of your 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 council training would give you a degree of knowledge. Okay, would that be like a uh, a wisdom check or an insight check. Let's give you a wisdom to realize that it's something that your uh, your your training would have covered. 
it was a lot that went into your training. Yeah, twenty one. So um, yes, you, you you do realize that there's uh, in and amongst the sneaky bastard tactics um, section of course that you didn't sleep through. Mm-hmm. Uh, you realize that there's a lot of tunnels that are within the underdark that the drow need are, are fervent about maintaining control of their domain and back alley caverns and caves and stuff um, being unable to be entered by a full force of drow would, would be just maddening to them. So an, an, an item such as that uh, would have would have been covered. But I don't know if Thorne wants to explain what happened before, or you just kind of see it and go, hey! She'll... Giant spider outside. She'll cock her head and say, um... Where did you find that? Uh, I tighten my grip on the collar and look her dead in the eye and say, none of your business. She'll uh, she'll look at you a little tighter and say, "Well, that's normally used when drow are trying to sneak into some place they normally couldn't go. Is there more out there? Where? What happened?" Science, blinded by science. Um, I would I um pick up a handful of dust that sort of got trailed in with me and sort of like throw it in the air and. <laughs> and they're like, just, I don't know, just poof, magic. I don't know. Uh, I'd look at the collar and then look at, back at Sabray, and again, I'd be suspicious of him. Um, how does he know so much? Uh, these are the sorts of, sorts of things that I'm, I'm thinking about. Um, and I'd eye him suspiciously, and I'd be like, I found it on... Something Fluffy brought me. Oh, by the way, uh, Cesar, Fluffy is in. Fluffy is in the uh, the doorway slit to this cave, and all you see is about three eyes peering at you <laughs> through 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 the rock. Okay. Hmm. Oh, and by, and by the way, uh, Thorn. Mm-hmm. Fluffy doesn't like Sabre all that much. Doesn't trust her. Uh- I don't like Sabre. Yeah, I don't like Sabre that much either. The Um, feeling is mutual. Yeah, Sabre was leaning against the wall, like trying to get away from Fluffy, so. Yeah. Um, She'll kind of chuckle quietly and say, Well, then you have found something that's not normally left out of their care. I would uh, keep that close because you may find a use for it. What, 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 What is it exactly? Um, I'd walk over to, to Cesar and hold it sort of out in, in, in my in my hand. Sort of I have it looped around a couple of fingers so it couldn't be snatched out of my hand. And uh I look at me and say, Can you identify this? By the way, both of you are thinking it's worth a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um Sabre will uh, kind of sniff and she'll get a little sarcastic and go, well, you can, the two of you can sit there and guess, or you can ask someone who actually knows. 
Well, uh, that, that would be me. You don't, have, you don't have to get so huffy about it. I was just about to turn to you since you seem to know exactly what it is. What is it? She'll say it's a collar that allows the drow to actually shrink themselves and their minions down to a size where they can get through smaller caverns. Now, the Underdark isn't one giant cavern like we're in right now. There are many smaller passageways, you know, places they normally couldn't go. So it takes a certain kind of skill and or magic items to be able to fit through small crevices, small passageways. And that's what this collar allows them to do, is to shrink them down to a size they can ma navigate these passages. Ooh, can I try it on? <laughs> no. Uh, Fine, I'll I'd try uh, it on. Instead of doing what everyone expects me to do and put it on around his neck. <laughs> do it! I would... Do it! Coward. I would wrap it around my wrist and fasten the collar around my wrist sort of like a, a bracer or, of some sort. A charm bracelet? <laughs> totally. I am fabulous, and I know it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think it only shrinks one area of your body. Uh, I think it does the whole thing at once, so you're probably kind of screwed either way, if that's your intent, just to shrink your hand. Sure. That's, that's, not the, that's not the intention. Just, I'm not going to wear it. Okay. Like a collar. Sabre so will also lean back against the wall and cross her arms and get a little spurk and say they normally also have some protection to their items that they they use. Well, I would think that past experience, given that um, with everything to do with the Seven Pillar Hall, the wall that we did, um, being offered protection and then me refusing it, um, furthermore, me having the ability to ride one of the drow spiders. Um, I could almost carry the psyche or the, I guess, the persona of a drow spider rider. Um, so I would, I guess I would concentrate, and I'm, I'm going to see what I can do here in regards to actually being able to use the artifact, the collar of shrinking. Um... What would you like me to do, Arcana or? Um, are you are you expecting anything bad to happen, or just expecting something to happen? I am, you know me. I don't think about consequences. Push the button. Okay. Push the button. Wear the collar. Put my uh, hand into the, the bladed trap. Just just putting it on. You you don't hear a voice. You. But you get the sense that nothing happens to you because in this particular case, you can fit in here. A thinking collar. Hmm. Okay. Um, I would like to... But, this is the second part of my action. Is that I was also going to, after Sabre had suggested or mentioned the fact that there are smaller caverns, and very, very, very small holes in the walls and, and whatnot. Um, I would like to search the cavern for one of these holes that undoubtedly exists. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, you find an opening that is probably maybe you could stuff your head and your shoulders most of kind of the way into 
um, the opening, but um, you're going to look very foolish, like you're sticking your head down a rabbit hole. Um. Hmm. Oh, by the way, you get you get the feeling that um, in when you put that when you put the um, well as you're wearing it as, as sort of a bracer right now, but as a bracelet, you are combat worthy within the space that you are. Combat worthy. Yes, you 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 could you could fight the size that you're currently at in the room that you're currently at. Okay. Okay. So so you go over, you find you find the uh, the hole in the rock. You want to try stuffing yourself in? <sighs> you know so much that I want to. Oh, um, you're in human form still, right? What was that? You're in human form still, right? Yeah, I I've had to change in order to shrink into the cavern. Okay. Um, so, when we say human form, it's, you know, my usual humanoid-esque type right. appearance. You were, you were running in razor claw for a while, so I had to clarify. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, okay, I'm going to think about how I'm going to do this. Uh, I'll stand across from the hole and sort of crouch down or, or, or uh, you know, sort of sit on my haunches mm-hmm. and and peer into the to the the gap. And um, I'm I, I guess I'm just gonna have to do it. I'm I'm going to start to I guess crawl into the the, the hole. Okay. Um, as you get uh, yourself, well, almost to the point where you're feeling firmly wedged in to the hole. Mm-hmm. Uh, in all its awkward indecencies, um, you start to realize that maybe you misjudged the size of the hole that you entered, and you find yourself standing within a tunnel that looks somewhat similar to the one that's outside where Fluffy is, looking ahead. Okay. What does this look like to us? Uh, if you wanted to run over really quickly, you'd almost be able to give him a swift, swift, swift kick in the ass. Um, but you see him suddenly just kind of go pop into the hole, and he's standing there facing inwards. But he's now probably about four or five feet, whatever a normal body length would be, mm-hmm. inside the passage. So it's essentially enabled me to squeeze through this, I guess, portal and stand on the opposite side. Yes, but in doing so, the um, the bracelet feels mm-hmm. a lot tighter on your arm. Like it didn't expand with his newly expanded form. No, it it, it kind of contracted. Uh, does anybody anybody want to? Uh, if I roll a seventeen. Any versus anyone's intelligence here. Um, Twenty-one. Okay. Well, yeah. I guess in, I guess in this point, um, it, you guys would understand this, uh, Cesar. You would understand this if Thorn explains this later. But for out of character benefit, maybe it's kind of like a safety check. Maybe it can only shrink you so much. Mm-hmm. And maybe mm-hmm. there's this is kind of the gauge without having sort of a dial saying, "Hey, nearing capacity." Okay. Um, 
I guess I would turn around and look back through the passage, uh, through the, the hole. Um, so I guess, so the hole itself is just like a small section and then like there's a, another larger tunnel on the opposite side. Is that, is that what I'm getting? Or have no, I actually you, physically you are, shrunk you are, down? You are now, when you looked in before you squashed yourself in, you saw what looked like some sort of very small passageway that this was the opening for. And now you're standing in that passage, but it looks like it's normal size to you as if you were out in the passageway that Fluffy was waiting at. Ah, uh, so I, I'm, I'm physically smaller. You are you are physically smaller, and um, if I could remember the name of the song, I'd do the uh, They Might Be Giants <laughs> rendition. Um, um, I'm going to turn around and, and look back through the tunnel uh, with a almost satisfied smirk at Sabray, <laughs> and mutter a few choice thornic words uh, in okay. his direction. Um, <laughs> probably inventing one or two of them just for Sabray. She Bye. will... What? I'm sorry, go ahead. Nope, go on. Continue all uh, that after. I was about to say she will uh, chuckle and do a little salute and then sit back down and finish... Uh, I guess she was probably having a little bit of tea before uh, we got moving. So, okay. um, Thorn, you come to realize that there are legends about uh, storm giants and cloud giants, and you guys have encountered so far a type of giant, um, storm or cloud or otherwise, but uh, you can sort of see the perspective of uh, Xanatari in her armor, um, looking like she's about ready to whip some thundery butt around. Um, Cesar even is impressive in terms of his height. You you even. are truly dwarfed by um, these compatriots, and that's uh, that that's quite difficult to achieve too. Yes. Um, <laughs> I would look at at Fluffy now, who is absolutely a, a behemoth. Um, just like I would be considered a flea. Um, compared to him. But I'm curious because... Okay, so Sabray is... So far, what Sabray is that is true. There are passageways here, and I can shrink with my newfound artifact, um, which I'm going to name in a sec. <laughs> um, not 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 a human name. I'm going to give it a artifact name. Okay. Um, yeah, because Bill the uh, collar doesn't sound right. <laughs> Bill the street... Build a shrinking collar. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm going to look back and wonder how I can apply this to my allies as well. So, specifically, um, Fluffy. Mm -hmm. So, um, I guess in the same sort of whistle tone that I use to communicate with um, my big old spider friend, uh, I sort of get them to, to, or get Fluffy to reach out a, a single leg so I can... Um, I, I guess put my hands around, around it, or, or, or touch it. You're you're sort of... you're you're not you're not in a position accessible to Fluffy right now. Okay, so is there any way that I can get Fluffy further in, or do I need to get out of the hole? You need to get out of the hole and go walk across the uh, the cave and go okay, back. Okay, well I will I will I will do exactly that then. Um, okay. No, given that looking across the the vast cavern that is now the room, or the very small room that we were standing in before, I would probably um, 
start walking back out of the cavern. Um, and presumably the, the hole was some way up the, the wall um, when I crawled in. So um, I don't know how I would get out. <laughs> well, it, it's, it's sort of like there's the, there's the opening. You went in the opening. It's in the side of the wall, so you'd just be able to walk out. Okay, so I'll I'll just walk back towards the other the other room then. Um, um and are you being devious? Me? Sneaky, stealthy? I'm feeling always like stealthy. Ba- feeling like you want to backstab anybody? We all watched you walk into the hole. Yeah, but you know, coming coming out, are you kind of like dun 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 backstab? I I would say so. Yes. So um, I'm gonna stealth. I, I want to surprise them. They're going to be like looking into the hole and say, I wonder where he went, and I'll be like right behind them. Uh, 12 plus 16, that's 28. Okay, well, whoever, whoever has um, proper night vision will mm-hmm. see him. The rest of you kind of go, okay, well, did he really just kind of shrink out of the way? So Bray will look up at uh, Cesar and Xanatari and kind of hold up this very small, thin teacup and she'll look at them and say, I wonder if I should have told him about the side effects. And then <laughs> take a sip and then get one of those closed eyes anime smiles. <laughs> and then go back and look at uh, the hole where uh, Thorn was. And Sabre, what might be one of the side effects? Oh, I don't know. I'll have to think about that. Okay. Um, Thorn, you realize that uh, while the transition from large to small uh, size and stature was quick coming out, you realize that it's a little slower um, working in reverse as you're coming into this cavern. Mm-hmm. Your comrades remain quite big, and you realize it's going to be, from where you're walking, probably a good 10 to 20 minutes to go get over to where Fluffy is at this size. But you realize that maybe there is some advantage here in case you wanted to attack one of your party of getting into position to do a proper backstab. So you don't feel mm. that this is, you don't feel that this is a restriction, but maybe something that is honing in on a thought pattern or a frame of mind at the moment. So the, I'm, these these thoughts are basically sort of occurring to me now that I could potentially take out one of my party members. It, it's it's either that, or there's something there's a tactical advantage. Um, in terms of your being all sneaky and stuff, where mm-hmm. maybe a power that this thing is for combat, it may be keeping you small, or it's a charge thing and it just hasn't worn off and you're just being clever with yourself. Okay, I'm going to pickpocket Sabre. <laughs> um, where, hey, Sabre where Sabre is um, would take you probably a good 5-10 minutes to get there. Worth it. Yeah. <laughs> alright, alright. So, 
<laughs> so I do have I have the ability to to get in prime position, but it's going to take me at least fifteen minutes to do anything in regards to backstabbing one of my party. So essentially, I cannot backstab one of my party. At this point in time, no. But you do realize that you could get yourself into position to do the um, backstab, or I mean uh, the pickpocket on Sabre. But as you're mm -hmm. definitely going going on um, over there, you realize that your party members are starting to shrink as well. Um. Or you're does just this include? Does this? Okay, so they're going. They're starting to shrink as well. All right. Um, so getting taller. What does the bracelet feel like? Is it loosening somewhat? Yes. Okay. Um, so I'm I'm starting to get it larger again. Um, By the way, Sabre, do you do you have you 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 do see um, Thorn trying to head towards you, right? Uh, well, I mean, do I am I going to have to make a uh, perception check for that? No, because you you've got I believe you've got night vision, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you kind of see the the blob. Okay. Coming off because he's, you know, she won't uh, she won't make any indication that she notices he's coming over. But Thorn, you do see that laying out in front of her is uh, what appears to be a very thinly porcelain set of or a, a teacup that's very thin porcelain wrapped by a platinum-colored wire next to a platinum-colored pot. Oh. We're getting some reverb. Mm -hmm. I'm going to call it Tinsian. Tinsian. Burp? Is it you? No. Oh, it's suddenly fixed now. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh, that was strange. Yeah, go ahead and say it again. Uh, anyway, the, in front of her is a set of teacups that are very thin porcelain surrounded by a platinum colored wire and a platinum colored small pot with a couple tea cages next to them but she doesn't make any indication of whether or not she sees you or not I'm going to pause in my advance and really truly ponder what she could have of value without leaving her disarmed or disrobed um, given that she is an effective fighter so I think I'm going to think better of it and I'm going to try and climb the nearest rock and get up onto it and, and sit on top of it and basically I guess watch what happens in regards to the shrinking or the regrowth of uh, myself. Um, like, I'd, I'd probably be observing Fluffy more so, because um, he's probably the better indication of, of what's happening uh, in regards to size. I mean, you know, if he's physically getting smaller, he's going to soon be, you know, roughly the same size as the spider that disintegrated. Right. Um, 
So I, uh, you know, I, I guess in that regard, I'm, I'm going to, to watch him intently. Uh, you realize that you are um, returning to your normal height. Okay. As as um, as your character regularly is, and that the party is achieving, you know, that you're going back to parody. Okay. So in that case, uh, I'm going to look down at the collar and examine it, see whether there's any changes in in the gems, or you know, does it look more worn, or you know, does it have certain charges? Um, you know, will I be able to continue to use this? Charges you are unsure of. There does mm-hmm. not appear to be any evident immediate wear. Okay. But um, you do realize that the where you in the past have scratched Fluffy when um, he's been stressed out or something mm-hmm. was roughly the area where the other spider had that collar located. Okay. Um... Uh, I'm having a thought that it might be quite valuable to have Fluffy shrink down in size for more portable access so he can actually follow us. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, right, I'm going to take the collar off my wrist and I'm going to, um, I guess in some fashion, try and put it on Fluffy. Um, so I'm going to after watching what happens and, and you know coming to the conclusion that I'm I'm getting back to normal size, I'm going to walk back over and exit the cave through where Fluffy is, you know, pushing his legs out of the way so I can actually move mm-hmm. out into the tunnel and um, attempt to buckle it around his around the back of his head, I guess. Okay, we will get to that in just a moment, um, Cesar. Mm-hmm. You've seen many, many strange things before in your time uh, on this mortal coil, but mm-hmm. um, I believe you have just observed the impossible fact of uh, Thorn just did science. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't blow anything up either. No, not at That's least not. on this plane. Who knows where there your extra mass went. <laughs> there goes another city, and another city, and an orphan... <laughs> And an orphanarium and a vomitarium. <laughs> wow. Solarium. Okay. So, um, Cesar, mm-hmm. your reaction, thoughts, uh, follow ups? Um, Cesar's always intrigued and excited to see a new magical property, especially when it comes from a specific item rather than from a user. He likes crafted uh, things and, and things like that. He knows how uh, attached Thorn gets to his his baubles. Mm-hmm. So he's going to hope to himself that the, maybe they'll come across another one of those that Cesar can have for himself. Okay. Do you roll a personal arcane or anything to try and get some knowledge off of it as it goes passing by? or mm, No. He didn't really get a chance to look at it physically and, and play with it. That's more of his style. Okay. All right. Uh, Zanatari. I'm going to watch this whole thing with some sense of amusement and also be ready just in case uh, something uh, 
attacks us or something bad happens because every time Thorn gets something to play with, there's always an ensuing battle or something afterwards. Mm -hmm. So I will watch him shrink down, run inside with glee, and then come back out and uh, unstealth and slowly grow again. I think the idea of him putting around uh, Fluffy is probably a good one so he can move with us. But I'm just going to be leaning against the cavern wall, kind of with my legs crossed and my arms crossed, mm -hmm. just giving him a, a, a watch and uh, having my sword kind of half out of the sheath. I'm just going to raise my eyebrow and say to him, size does matter, and just laugh. There is I'm going... I, I'd like to add that just comment real quick. Shoot... Uh, not not a glare, but like a, a playful wink at uh at Zanatari, and go back to my business of uh, uh, uh fitting Fluffy with this collar. Um, Zanatari and Cesar, you you might come to also recall a a similar a a, a phrase or two of uh similar things attract or like like minds attract. This is an object that comes from a race, as you understand it, of pure, unmitigated, unredeemable evil scum. And magic or not, this may be dark magic. Yet, Thorn seems to be comfortable with this. Hmm. Considering his obsession with artifacts and the fact that he already rides Fluffy, um, there's already been suspicion as to what his alignment is, but I feel satisfied. He saved me a couple times. Um, you know, he's always under watch, but it doesn't disturb me that he has an affinity to anything spidery. I, I, I don't believe in character his full artifact gamut is, is fully understood, but I, I, get, I definitely get where you're coming from. Well, he's been after the Rod of Orcus, or at least like. Pre, yeah, but that's uh, that's not a that's not a in qual in character known. That's a alluded to from the the wizard, but that got retconned. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I, I, I get I get what you're coming from. So, cool, uh, Thorn. Follow up. Um, sorry, um, sorry, uh, Cesar. Follow up. Yeah. Well, Cesar can. Pretty much, uh, I don't know, empathize is the wrong word, but he can certainly understand the impulse to be interested and intrigued by something despite its origin. I think having had the background that Cesar has, he's seen a lot of bad, bad juju, as you might say. Um, but he, uh, he's got that sort of selfish streak in him as well, where it's not really the the source or the the intent of it is is not as important as just for Cesar at least discovery and and intrigue so he's he's right along there with him in terms of that mm -hmm. okay um let's go to Sabre real quick and then mm -hmm. we'll go to Thorn um Sabre will just keep watching them and just have this amused look on her face like she's just <laughs> just surprised and uh, Amused at all the uh, goings and comings, and uh, just quietly just sit there and sip her tea. Okay. 
She has so many cool clothing compartments. She can carry china with her in her armor. All right. She'll actually, that's funny. You mentioned that. She'll kind of look over as you're watching and uh, she'll hold up another. She has two of the cups. She'll hold up another one and she'll look at you and ask, uh, you know, would you care for some morning tea? <laughs> and in, instead of armor of invincibility, she uh, she has an armoire of invincibility. <laughs> Yes. Ooh, I like that. Yes. <laughs> the armoire. <laughs> I will. Nice going, Thorn. <laughs> that will be the title of another episode when we get there. <laughs> mm. Yeah, well, you haven't seen it all yet, let me tell you. In more ways than one. <laughs> uh, I will slide down the wall so that I'm uh, standing next to where Zebra is sitting and... Uh, and nod to her politely as I take the tea with my little finger and sip it as I stare at Thorn. The one thing you'll notice about the cup is the fact that the porcelain is like paper thin. Like you're almost afraid a little bit to even touch it. It's so thin. Okay. Extra carefully and with great snootiness, I will sip it and and have a smirk on my face. <laughs> As that's going on, as the party uh, starting to break camp and plot their next move, uh, going back out to Thorn, um, you find that when you first put the co- now collar onto Fluffy, Fluffy doesn't directly change size, but if you try to move Fluffy towards the entrance to the cavern where, to the cave where the party is, mm-hmm. you find that you have a, a, a very conveniently sized spider following you. Uh, I'm going to do that. I'm The way that I'm going to do it, though, is I'm, I guess, sort of the way that you sort of lead a dog by the collar. I would sort of urge it by, by pulling the collar gently um, and, and leading him through the, the, the opening. And now that I have a conveniently sized spider that does not have affection for Sabraya, I'm going to come and sit opposite both Sanitari and Sabraya and sort of rest my hand on the on the back of the spider, sort of scratching it with a with affection and, and you know talking to it the way that you usually talk to a pet. Okay. Um, to what to what distance are you from Sabray and Cesar? Um, I wouldn't be. I would be too close. I would just be. I mean, what was the di- dimension of the room? Just. I think it was like a, about a ten by twenty or something along those lines. You know, a, a, enough that it's it's a nook. Um, Rather than a niche. Probably more of uh, probably more along the lines of maybe a forty by fifty. Okay, um, so I'd, I'd probably be only about you know uh, eight or nine feet away, not too not too far away, just just sitting away from them, but uh, you know within direct uh, line line of sight that they could see me with with a now smaller fluffy. Okay, Sabre. <laughs> yes, this, mal- this maleficent little spider seems almost smarter now that it's shorter. Hmm. She'll be taking a sip of tea when uh, 
Thorn brings Fluffy in and it'll stop about halfway up. And uh, you get the over the glasses teacher glare. Uh oh. At you as she comes in. But okay. she doesn't really say anything. She just keeps acting like it's not even there. Okay. But you can tell that she's not very happy about it. Cesar? Oh. What, uh. You put the collar on uh, Fluffy there, huh? Mm hmm. He looks pretty snazzy, don't you think? He's, uh. Certainly less. Well, uh. Less? <laughs> that might serve useful. Certainly, um, uh. In more civilized areas, definitely. I, I would probably repeat the same words that Zenatari said to me. Size does matter. But not always. Um, Cesar, and any, any, any twitches of, uh, camaraderie with, uh, Fluffy? Any feeling that, um, you know, spiders are especially cool or a little jittery about him now? Any, anything along those lines? Um, not the former. Um, I think Cesar's got that event kind of compartmentalized right now. It's not really... He sees it as, as maybe something as a part, or maybe it was that one-time event brought on by this shadowy presence laying upon him at that point. Um, so it's not really feeding into what he's sort of dealing with currently, I don't believe. Any closing comments from anybody in the party as you start to break up camp? Mm, I would finish my tea and very formally hand it back to Sabre and thank her for at least somebody having <laughs> having <laughs> some uh, some politeness and then uh, as I see Fluffy shrink and and have the collar come into where we are I would uh, move over towards Fluffy because I like Fluffy a lot having, having wanted Fluffy to live from the beginning and resurrecting Fluffy I would go over and kind of lean down on my knees and be like hi Fluffy oh you're so cute Fluffy you know like be all like with a dog talk to Fluffy and like try yeah. to to engage Fluffy Sabre, uh, knowing that uh, Xanatari can create water but did not bother to wash out the, uh, the cup afterwards, um, do you happen to have a, uh, a dishwasher within your armor that um, you plunk the cups into? And As a matter of fact, yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I have a full kitchenette. I have a wet bar. <laughs> you just can't see it. Uh, she'll just, she has some basic cleaning rags that she'll wipe everything out and very carefully pack everything back away and then she's keeping one eye on Fluffy and just having the sigh of exasperation over the whole thing and this she'll is, stand this is, this is quite the odd group isn't it yes. does she also have lemnus bread no no <laughs> lemnus bread I'm sorry all out fresh out um she will stand up and pick her cloak up and dust it off and then put it on and then you hear that kind of same arcane phrase and it begins to wrap itself back around her and kind of reform the armor that she had on before. Okay. And she'll basically belt her sword belt back on and get everything ready to move. 
But the uh, council training didn't quite cover interesting characters, did it? No. No. All right, uh, Cesar? Well, uh, does uh, Cesar happen to see the drown o drow drown o drow at all? He's sort of keeping an eye out for that. Um, things things at the moment are are, are returning to weird. <laughs> okay. Uh, but uh, no, you ha- you haven't you haven't seen that quite at the moment. Well, with just a, a tinge of of jealousy at at uh, Thorn's new find, he'll uh, he'll pack up and uh, say, uh, "Well, are we uh, ready to go uh, deeper into this hellhole?" And with that, Sanitari, please take us out. Okay, thank you for listening. You can find out more at deathd4dishonor.com, subscribe on iTunes, or find us on Twitter at deathd4. Please take a listen to the Great Area Podcast about advice and interviews on relationships between gamers at genesee.com or signalsmedia.com. And join us next week for our worldwide adventure. You can find us here on twitch.com, twitchtv.com slash genesee if you want to listen every uh, Friday, Eastern Time, 10.30 p.m. And stay tuned for next week as we continue our travels. Chat room, for those of you who have not been here before, if you want to subscribe, that would be great. And thank you for listening. This podcast is a part of the Signals Media All-Star Network. For more information on this and other fine shows, go to signalsmedia.com. It's okay to stick our stuff in your ears. Really? <laughs>